Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Regards to the blizzard uh, that has hit our area with a vengeance today. Regards to the blizzard uh, that has hit our area with a vengeance today. Uh, I'm Erie County Executive Mark Polencars. Uh, we'll be joined also. Uh, by our, our, some representatives from Erie County government. We have our Commissioner of Emergency Services, Homeland Security, Dan Neverth here. Uh, we have our Deputy Commissioner for the Division of Highways in the Department of Public Works, uh, Karen O'Care. We also have uh, Chief Pritzelaro and Chief Carney here from the Erie County Sheriff's Office as we give this update on uh, what is occurring, I think, which we all know, which is uh, one of those storms we will never forget. Uh, first off, a state of emergency exists for all of Erie County. Uh, Governor Hochul also put one in for all of New York State earlier. Uh, when it comes to the weather, the National Weather Service is reporting the front will remain stationary uh, as it is through uh, sunset, which is not that far away. Uh, there is an expectation it may move a little to the north. Uh, <clears throat> so as I was saying, uh, it is expected that the front will remain stationary. Of course, it is uh, blinding conditions. Uh, whiteout conditions, you can't see past the hood of your vehicle. Travel is almost non-existent. Uh, it is moving at a snail's pace if it's moving at all. Driving bans are in effect for Erie County, Genesee, Niagara, and Orleans counties. As a reminder, it is a Class B misdemeanor to be violating a state of emergency, emergency order. And in every one of these counties, driving bans are emergency orders that are signed by the chief executives of those counties. So uh, if you are out, you are violating a driving ban. There is no reason to be out there uh, if, if law enforcement can get to you, which is a good question uh, because it's very dangerous and very difficult for them to get out there. Uh, the, they would be written up a ticket for the Class B misdemeanor. Uh, they will, at best, remove you from your vehicle. This is first responders and law enforcement. Uh, if they can get to you, they will not uh, tow you out. They will not push you out. It is too dangerous for that. Uh, if they can reach you, they will take you and leave your car where it is. Uh, but uh, we want everyone to understand there is no reason to be on the road at these points. It is too dangerous. Uh, there are many calls that are being received for vehicles that are off the road that are stuck, uh, that people just don't know where they are, that they just stopped on the road because they can't see where they're going. Uh, it's, it's very, very a very uh, difficult situation for our friends in law enforcement, our first responders. I want to give a big shout out to all of them, thank them for the work that they're doing in life-threatening situations uh, because uh, they're unfortunately having to go out because people did not adhere to the driving ban and trying to rescue these individuals when they have other things that they have to do. 
911 has received hundreds of calls, around approximately 400 calls per hour uh, since noon. Uh, they're averaging about nine calls per minute now uh, to our 911, and many of these calls are inappropriate for 911. For example, people are calling 911 for weather updates. People have been calling 911 to report power outages. You do not call 911 to report a power outage. You call the power company, National Grid or NYSIG. Uh, people are calling 911 to have food and food delivery. Not appropriate for 911. Uh, people are calling 911 to report that their internet is down. That is not an emergency situation. It may stink that your internet's down, but that is not a, uh, a reason to call 911. Uh, as I said, approximately 400 calls are being received per hour, and many of these calls are totally inappropriate for 911. Uh, do not call 911 for a tow truck. Uh, 911 is, does not send out tow trucks. Most tow truck operators are not going out due to the dangerousness of the situation. Uh, if you're stuck on a roadway, we do need to know where you are, uh, but we cannot guarantee that they'll be able to send anyone out at this time to discuss or to, to save you because it is too dangerous. Uh, I don't know if uh, Chief Bridgelauer, Carney, you want to talk about the conditions that uh, some of the, your members are seeing? If you could. Sure. Yeah, there, uh, thank you, by the way, County Executive. There's whiteout conditions all over the county. Uh, I have a crew right now en route out to the main transit area in Clarence for people that, uh, again, disregarded the driving, driving ban and now are stuck. And so my crew are going out there uh, to try and uh, find these people and bring them to safety. But as I put the order out, I told them, uh, I don't want you guys to become part of the problem either, or where we have to come and rescue you, but they have a great sense of our uh, QRF uh, contingent, and they're doing the best we can. But it's like to reiterate what the county executive said, if you don't have to go out, please don't go out. It's unsafe, and it's not uh, intelligent to you to do to get out on the roadways unless it's a life and death situation. So please adhere to the driving ban and stay home until this uh, storm passes. Thank you. A life and death situation is somebody's having a heart attack. Uh, your power out is not a life and death situation. Uh, if your power is out, please, of course, report it to the power company. But uh, it is very difficult for the power companies to get out there and, and repair the power outages. Well, I got to give them a lot of credit. They are, they've been keeping up with as many of them as they could during the day. So to the linemen and line women, thank you from National Grid and NYSIC for all you're doing. If your power's out, bundle up. Don't leave your house. The safest place you can be is where you are inside, even if it's cold. It's better to be inside where it's 45 degrees or 50 degrees than it is to be outside where we have bitter wind chills below zero and life or death situations where you get completely disoriented and don't know where you are because all you see is white. Uh, so please, uh, if you are stuck in your car, uh, what we need you to do is we do need to know where you are, uh, but we, as we said, we cannot uh, expect, you cannot expect they're going to be able to send people out immediately to get you. So if you're stuck in your car, you need to run it intermittently, at least 10 minutes every hour, but not continually. So just run it so it can keep it a little warm, so your car's not freezing, you're not freezing. Uh, make sure that your flashers are on so when first responders do come, they can actually see where the vehicle is. If your flashers aren't on, it's very difficult to see if the lights and the flashers aren't on. Uh, make sure your tailpipe is clear. You may have to walk out of your car every uh, half hour to check your tailpipe and make sure it's clear. You don't want that blocking being blocked 
so that when you do turn on your car, the, 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 the exhaust unfortunately goes inside instead of outside. So if it is you are stuck in your vehicle, uh, we do need to know where you are. You can call 911, but do not expect that you're going to get a tow, and it may be some time until you're uh, saved. Uh, it could be hours. So we want people to understand there's no reason to be outside, no reason to be going outside. We had a report I heard earlier of a, of a, a young mother with a four-month-old child in a truck that was stuck in the clearance area. And, and I don't know why the four-month would have been out there unless it was an emergency situation for the child, but it's the kind of stuff that we, we are so afraid of, people dying in their vehicles because we can't get to them. And this snow is supposed to continue for hours on end. Uh, if it is a non-life-threatening situation, uh, such as dialysis, need for dialysis, medications, or just how to stay warm if your power's out uh, in your home, you can call our special number, 716-858-SNOW, SNOW, so that's 716-858-7669, and uh, we have uh, callers that are waiting to take your phone call and to provide the information, such as if you do need dialysis, we will try to set up so that you can get dialysis, if not today, tomorrow, same thing for life uh, medications. Uh, if you're just out of medications that will not cause life-threatening harm to you uh, and you can wait a day or two, that's fine. If you do need to have medications because you could die otherwise, you can call 716-858-SNOW, 716-858-7669. Uh, power outages. Uh, National Grid is reporting 19,773 power outages in Erie County. Of course, there's more in the rest of Western New York. NYSIG is reporting 10,213 power outages in Erie County. Once again, thank you to the linemen and women who are out there. They're putting their lives on the line uh, to try to restore power for these communities when it's very difficult. It's a snail's pace if they can move at all. Uh, so I want to thank all the members from NYSEG and National Grid. I'm going to turn it over to our Commissioner of Homeland Security and Emergency Services, Dan Neverth, to talk a little bit about the efforts that are being uh, done by our first responders and others during what is truthfully one of the worst storms we've seen in a long time. This is worse than the storm that we saw in November just about four weeks ago. Uh, we did not have as an expansive area being impacted. It's not the total amount of snow that's going to matter in the storm. It's the blizzard conditions where you can't see where you're going. And it's made everyone's life, especially first responders, very difficult. So, Commissioner. Thanks, Mark. Uh, some of the challenges that we're facing during the course of this storm, as opposed to the other, where, whereas we previously had much more snow, um, this is impacting an entire region. And, and we were a little bit concerned about this yesterday. And, we remain a little bit concerned in that uh, we have to deal with this pretty much on our own because the contiguous counties that we normally deal with, as well as some of the resources that we get from the state and even from other regions for, say, the utilities, um, they're not coming from the usual places because if you go all the way back to the Midwest, those crews that would normally be here to assist us are working in their own backyards. So this is going to take a little while. And those are the, the reasons why you really do need to think uh, long and hard about whether or not you need to be going out tonight or for any reason other than a true emergency. I did want to reiterate, too, that uh, you, know, you don't want to call because your power's out. You do want to call 911 if there's a live line on, on your front lawn, you witness a live line, or maybe the power's been pulled away from your house. Those are true emergencies, could result in a fire or worse, somebody being killed. But the fact that the power is out usually is pretty generally known by hundreds of people fairly quickly. Uh, the utilities know that almost instantly as well. So our challenges tonight as we go through the rest of the evening are working very closely with our partners at not only the utilities, uh, fire department and fire agencies that from time to time will rely on mutual aid assistance from other areas. 
The closest that uh, these areas could probably get assistance at this point would be somewhere closer to the New York City area because you go to Syracuse, Rochester area, they're all under advisories or states of emergency and the inability to be able to travel. So you need to also keep in mind that if you do have an emergency, if fire agencies can't see where they're going, if plow operators, if tow truck operators can't see where they're going, it's going to take a little bit of extra time. Emergency resources will be deployed, but they're not going to be deployed in the usual uh, quick fashion that uh, we've come accustomed to. Uh, I do want to thank all of the first responders out there. 911, as the county executive uh, pointed out, the 911 system downtown, I think it was something like uh, 14 or 1,500 calls in a very short period of time. We need to weed out about 90% of the calls that were coming through there because mixed in those were a couple of cases where people were uh, suffering severe medical emergencies. And if your call, your nonsense call is in front of them in the queue, the queue has no way of knowing whether or not your call is going to be the next emergency. So again, let's just use some common sense. Let's sit back, let's work our way through this and um, things will come out fine. Uh, thank you, Commissioner. Uh, our Department of Public Works crews have been uh, doing a tremendous effort. All of them, the county, the state, the towns, the cities, the villages, uh, but these situations are such where it's even too difficult for them to be on the road. Uh, we've had to pull off our Department of Public Works crews from the county and our Harlem and Clarence districts. This basically makes up the northern part of Erie County because it was too dangerous for them to be out there. The other districts have on average of seven to 10 county plows out. It's not the total number of amount of snow that's falling. It's just the blinding blizzard snow uh, with whiteout conditions. Actually, if you look outside the, the building here at the Emergency Operations Center, the area next to the building doesn't seem to have much snow at all. It's all blowing and drifting elsewhere. So uh, I'd like to ask our, our Deputy Commissioner for Public Works and the Highways Division, uh, Karen Hoke, to give an update, but it's, it's not good. And she drove in from Hamburg and took a lot longer than it should have uh, in a normal situation. And she also saw some things that we shouldn't have seen, which is a lot of vehicles on the road just to come to our Operations Center here in Chicawaga, which made her travel difficult. So. Karen. Thank you, County Executive. Um, yes, I would say the conditions deteriorated exactly as we had expected and what the experts had predicted. Um, our crews are, are ready to, to staff 24-hour coverage. Um, however, when we run into these situations where the visibility is so extreme, it's, it's impossible for them to be on the road. Uh, we've had to make the call to, to pull a couple of the um, districts off of the road until it is safe for them to get back on. Um, I traveled in here earlier. The conditions were extreme and there were still many people um, traveling on those roads, getting stranded um, with mostly whiteout conditions and driving at a standstill. So I would encourage everybody to stay home, stay safe, you would not be able to get anywhere um, given the conditions that are out there now. Uh, our department also gives updates once every four hours, sometimes in between as far as what our staff is up to and when conditions are changing so that we can get out and clear the roads and do the best that we can with continuing visibility issues. Um, so I encourage you to follow that for updates, but most importantly, um, stay home and just grab it as some information. Thank you. Thank you, Karen. Uh, before I take some questions I, or from the media, I do want to note uh, that uh, we, of course, are looking for neighbor checks. If you are in an area that has a power outage and you have a senior who lives next door to you, we know it's difficult, but it would be make sense to go out if you can or call 
if you have the ability, the neighbor, to make certain that they're okay, especially our seniors. Uh, this is the kind of thing, especially when it gets really cold, you worry about individuals who are in their house. The best place to be is your house. Uh, if it is a life-threatening situation, you need to call 911, but even if it's 45 degrees in your house, it's better than being out. But if you are in an area where you got a power outage in your neighborhood and you know a neighbor or a senior is next door, please check on them. And then generator usage, we always talk about this in storms because we have to. Uh, if you are using a portable generator, you need to have it outside your facility at least 20 feet from any entrance with the exhaust facing away from the house. Do not run a generator inside your house. Do not run a generator inside your garage. Do not run a generator right next to your house. Uh, it should be 20 feet away. Uh, we don't know how long it's going to take to restore a lot of these power outages. We're expecting it's going to take many hours because of the conditions, and it's probably going to get worse in the evening hours because now they really can't see what they're doing. So uh, the best thing to do is to be safe, safe where you are. If you are at a location, whether it's work or someone else's house, and you're debating going home, don't. Stay exactly where you are. Do not leave where you are. Even if work's closed up and they're not running and operating anything, we want those employers to just keep the people there. It is better that they're inside safe rather than going out and trying to get home in what are some of the worst conditions that we will have seen in our lifetime. So stay where you are and you'll be safe. With that, I think we have a few members of the media still on, and I'll open it up to some questions. Like we did during the COVID uh, press conferences, I will call the uh, entities out one by one so it's not a free-for-all. And we'll start with Aaron Bessaker of the Buffalo News. Hey, good afternoon. Uh, just You said 400 911 calls an hour. What's the normal amount you give everybody? Depend on the time of day? Much less. But a lot less than that. Uh, it generally would be less than 100. There's no doubt about that. Uh, and it would depend on the time of day. Uh, but uh, we were seeing a significant more amount. Uh, on average, was about nine calls per minute over a four-hour period. Uh, so it's, it's, it's hundreds of more per hour than we normally would see. Any other questions, Aaron? If not, uh, WGRZ, Kelly Dudzik, do you have any questions? Or WGRZ? Yeah. Yeah, with the power outages, there were some warming centers you tweeted that <coughs> lost power and you're yes. bringing people to other places. And I know there are a lot of power outages in the city of Buffalo right now, people who would have used those warming centers. So what should people do? Uh, yes, two warming centers, uh, the Hennepin Warming Center and Community Center and the Lincoln Community Center, both were being used as warming centers during the daytime hours by the city of Buffalo and they lost power. Uh, there are other warming centers uh, available in the city of Buffalo, including uh, that normally would be used for homeless sheltering in the overnight hours uh, and, and the west side as well as the east side. I don't have it off the top of my head. Uh, we will repost that. Uh, and uh, we're, we are concerned. We know that there's other warming centers that are being opened as we discuss. I posted some of them earlier. We, I believe Lackawanna was also opening up its senior center as a warming center. Uh, but we are telling people don't try to drive there. If you really need to leave your, your, where you are because of an emergency situation, call our 716-858-SNOW uh, phone number. Uh, that is not a life-threatening situation, but they'll take the information to, and give it to appropriate authorities so that they can transfer a person from their home to somewhere else. If it's 50 degrees in your house, it's cold, but it's not that cold. It's time to bundle up. Uh, if it gets to a point where it's life-threatening, if it's below 32 degrees, yes, we don't want people to stay in those situations, but uh, we don't also want them driving because they may not get there. We don't want people to leave 
a situation where they're just cold but safe and then get out into a situation which is not only colder but unsafe. So we would just ask everybody, if you are in a situation where you're having questions about the, the temperature inside your house and what to do to stay warm, call 716-858-SNOW. That's 716-858-7669. Uh, Channel 4, do you have any questions? By the time we get to the snowfall totals at 2, 7 o'clock. I guess not. No questions. Uh, no further questions from media. We thank everybody. Uh, a lot of us are probably going to be staying overnight here at the operations center or trying to get to a hotel nearby. Uh -huh. Oh, and uh, we apologize for not having the American Sign Language interpreter. However, they are going to uh, basically take this press conference and, you, and put it online with an ASL interpreter so those who are unable to uh, follow what we were saying will uh, in the next half hour find that this press conference video will be online with the ASL interpreter. We just apologize we were not able to get an ASL interpreter here because it was too dangerous to do it. Uh, and uh, we don't actually have an ASL interpreter on staff for the county. We hire them through Deaf Access Services and we just apologize to anyone who, who may have relied on that, uh, that it, you're going to have to be able to watch this press conference a half hour later with the ASL interpretation to it. Uh, we don't plan on having another briefing tonight. If we will, if we have to, we will. Uh, otherwise, the next briefing would be at 8 o'clock in the morning tomorrow. Most important thing I can say to everyone is be safe and well. Thank you all the first responders, all the law enforcement, all the utility and other uh, uh, people that are out there who really are putting their lives on the line to get our community through the situation. The best thing you can do for everyone is stay where you are. Don't go out. Don't attempt to drive. It was horrible during the day and it's going to be worse at night. So please, stay where you are and everyone can get through this. Take care. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app.